0: Welcome to yet another edition of Hit The Target Podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. I'm your host, Jesse Nagel, discussing the greatest league on the planet. Of course, I'm only talking about one league. It's the English Premier League and with preseason still underway, um, of course, there is still plenty talking points that we have to get through. In studio with me is the ever-present Desh Patab as well as uh, Mark Stratum. Gentlemen, good to have you back discussing um, the world's most lovely, the the best league on the planet, as I alluded to earlier. Um, Desh, it's still pre season. Um, early thoughts ahead of the upcoming campaign. Mm. Anything you're looking forward to? Honestly, more signings. Eh, I I think that
1: the market is is maybe just a bit um, frozen because of the mm. new Saudi investment. You know, no club wants to make a bid yeah. and then be outpriced or You know, by some Mm -hmm. some Saudi investment, I think, um, like even when China was was um, was a thing, you know, players are looking. It wasn't it wasn't players that had like really strong careers, but now you look at players like Alexandra Mitrovic trying to force a move away. Mm. Uh, I think there's a a former was it Arsenal player or I don't know if it's Pepe or someone is linked to. Yeah. to Saudi there's, uh, well, there's, it looks there's
0: like Riyad Mahrez is on his way ex- uh, Riyad
1: Mahrez you know uh, R- our R- Premier
0: League R- R- Champions- Neves as
1: well. uh, Ruben mm-hmm. Neves I think he was the one that really really like mm. shocked me because mm-hmm. he could literally go into maybe 16 of the 20 like starting He's- he could start in 16 of the 20 Premier League teams mm-hmm. right now and compete definitely compete in, in the other four so um, yeah I think that uh, for me our really thought we'd see more transfers. I thought we'd see a lot more business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you look at a club like Chelsea, not yeah. uh, you taking their time, biding mm. their... Uh, Emptying their basket the instead of exactly. uh, rather adding
0: to it what they used to be doing.
1: Yeah. Mm. So but, for me, it's it's just a sign of the times.
0: Mm. Mark, anything that you seem to be looking forward to ahead of the upcoming season? Of course, our listeners are well aware that you are an Arsenal supporter. I've finished off strongly. Anything to look forward to next season?
2: Ah, uh, just just Arsenal coming to do the things. Like last season was was so close, mm-hmm. yet so far. But um, the experience is there. They they doing the business early in the transfer window, which is good as well. Mm. Getting the players up to speed and what they experience coming so close last season. It should be a good fight coming this season, challenging Man City. Mm. So.
0: Yeah, I think um, it actually made me think of something now because Arsenal, Tish, you mentioned the lack of activity in the transfer window. Arsenal, um, as Mark was m- mentioning, have been quite busy. Um, possible signing of the window so far for you, Tish, who stands out? Of course, we've seen some uh, big-name <laughs> transfers. Manchester United have a new number seven. Uh, Arsenal have broken the British record. Um, of course, there's many other transfers, but you know, I'll leave that to you. Yeah, I think the Declan Rice. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now we can discuss anything else, anything you want, <laughs> even uh, away from football. I, I'm I'm fine with it. But yeah, Declan yeah, Rice yeah, has. No, he does. He does he's seem top. he's he, top.
1: Like takes he takes the cake. I think mm-hmm. a number of clubs have been pursuing him over the years. You know, he's had yeah. suitors. Um, I think even the likes of Pep Guardiola has, has come out publicly and you know um applauded him. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the fact that he is an Englishman, it just makes it. All the better, you know. He immediately becomes sort of an icon, yeah, uh, in the country. You know, uh, a youngster. I think, I think he's still like twenty two, twenty three. I think he's
2: twenty four. Twenty
1: four. Twenty four. Yeah, still uh, young, though. but mm. he's got a trophy, a European mm. trophy, mm-hmm. to his name. I think he was a club captain at West Ham when they mm. won that trophy. Yeah. So not only um, would he be an Arsenal legend, I think the the Hammers as well would, would consider him, yeah. you know, as one of his own because in David Moyes' time. Um, Moise had two stints at West Ham. First one, I think he was an uh, interim manager. And then he mm-hmm. guided them to safety. And uh, I think he had progressed um, Declan Rice. But he had uh, left him in the gym. And then Moise comes out in, the, in his second stint as manager. And he said, Jesus, you've grown. Or like, Jesus, you've really like... Mm-hmm. And now he's looking more like the finished product. And now yeah. he's just gone for 105 mil. Mm-hmm. So the club has trained him. The club have developed him. The club mm-hmm. have, you know... Fed him and, and look at, and now they've, they've got the end of the, like, you know, they've been rewarded. I think 105 is, I think West Ham would be happy with that. So mm-hmm. They can go and reinvest and, um, you know, develop their academy. I think he's, he's going to be a generational talent. I, I'm happy that he chose, um, you know, I don't want to say Arsenal, but rather team that's not Man City. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm happy he stayed in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he could have gone to Liverpool, could have gone to United. He could have also gone to Arsenal, you know, and, and probably yeah. Arsenal gave him the best uh, sort of project. You know, yeah. like right now they are looking the part. Aceta's there to stay, Saka's there to stay, Mart. Everybody's there mm-hmm. to stay. Win this, win this yeah, title, for a good you know? time
0: and a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: precisely. And and, and I yeah. think he's he's gonna gel, in well, you've seen him linking up with some of his teammates in preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's a good foot all round.
0: Mark, it's a silly question. I know you're probably gonna say De- Declan Rice as well, but if you did have to play a bit of not really devil's advocate, but if you could see, you know, more side than just the Arsenal side, is there any possible signing that you know gives Declan Rice a, a challenge of or a case of not being the sign signing of the window so far?
2: I'm um, first team that comes to mind maybe Liverpool mm-hmm. with with the two signings they brought in with um, Sebasti and um, McAllister. Because,
0: yeah,
2: welcome, think, up winner. Exactly. That's yeah, a good charge. Yeah, I think uh, McAllister,
0: and for that fee,
2: it's, yeah. It's, You've got to uh, look at that as well. Yeah. I think he also will have the same um, impact that Rice will have for, for Arsenal mm-hmm. at Liverpool. His, his style of play, I think, was suit club. Mm. 100%. The energy, Shabazz uh, like, comes with the creativity. I think he's also the full package as yeah. well. With, yeah. um, also, Diaz will be a new player as mm-hmm. well after mm-hmm. his long-term injury. So so I believe McAllister has a like It was
1: like, you know, just straight, straight, for, straight back. Way, yeah. You know, absolutely horrific. Like how easy it was for him to, to mm. just like recalibrate himself.
0: Yeah. I think that definitely sent warning signs to the rest of the Premier League. Yeah. But funny you mentioned Luis Diaz um, because I see he's the latest player to be linked with the move to Saudi, to Saudi Arabia. Saudi, yeah. But, um, you know, Liverpool have come out and, you know, said that he's not for sale. He's part of Jürgen Klopp's uh, yeah. long-term projects. No. surprised he even has a long-term project honestly speaking considering how last season went and you know how and long he's club, been
1: there the club had also had been put up for sale I think they, they had said that they were looking for investment and foreign yeah. investment uh, yeah. and now I don't know what's happening with that but uh, mm. there's, there's a lot of midfielders on the move because you you also look at the Leicester uh, Tillemans and Madison
0: and but, Harvey Barnes Harvey Barnes Harvey Newcastle Barnes, yeah. So,
1: yeah. and Tonali like wasn't that a Newcastle like yeah. record fee like you yeah. know what Mm-hmm. What have they seen mm-hmm. in him? Because obviously, we watch a play, we've seen his performance in the Champions mm-hmm. League. He's a Serie um, A, a Scudetto winner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see because, you know, pull pull Bruno Guimara is yeah. from, from France, you know, yeah. and bang, like one of the league's best, you know, as comes you-
0: from France and now they <laughs> stand a chance. Yeah. <laughs> um, gentlemen, that all this excitement is obviously, you know, making us wonder at the back of our heads, let's just take the conversation now in studio. You know, we've been discussing it off air and I'm sure the listeners at home and, you know, listening in the cars or wherever they may be, um, are asking themselves the same question, who's gonna win the league next year? Um, you know, in my head, well I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago in fact, but in my head, I can see three genuine title contenders Mm. being Arsenal, um, again, just contenders, not pretenders. Um, Manchester City, of course, they'll never go away. And then Liverpool, of course, uh, Mark, as you mentioned, with the signings of Sobosla and uh, Michalistan, I don't think their business is even done because they're looking at Romeo Lavia as well. Exactly. So I, I respect um, you know, mm. what they've done in the past couple of years. I think last year was just a terrible season and I, I forgive uh, Jürgen Klopp or Liverpool for that. I think next season they'll be back stronger and I'm saying three or race. Mm.
2: I have the same top three as well. Mm-hmm.
0: But three horse
2: race to the end, or World One, by the way? I think to the end, because Klopp did come out and say that his intentions is to, to win the league again. Mm-hmm. And um, the business he's doing is showing. So, so I, I think it'll be those top three. But mm-hmm. maybe an outside shout, hopefully, with United, Chelsea. Some way oh, that's, that's pushing <laughs> no, well, Chelsea, Chelsea they, they only got the league to worry about mm. and I believe uh, Pochettino should get them up to speed
0: avoid relegation
2: definitely
1: okay. <laughs> I think like when, when it goes as far as the league is concerned
0: I, I genuinely in terms of contenders just yeah, sure. look, who will be there in the May yeah. um, mm. at the
1: end those, those are the top three everybody yeah. can see it mm. like from there, there won't yes, be a drop
0: off no. as
1: well um, but that, that again it goes down to like you know anything can happen and I do Genuinely believe you need a bit of luck in mm. in in, mm. in these games. You know, you Definitely. look at um, think some some very difficult games uh, between Arsenal and Man City uh, at the mm. Emirates. You know, some decisions have gone the way. You see, Rodri taking a forty-yard mm. screamer mm. is nesting in the back of the net. You know, yeah. can't see it, takes a ricochet. This is what I mean. Like, you mm. it just needs a bit of luck. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, I've never been a big believer in pep guardiola's manchester city's team you know i think last season i was very um like pessimistic almost that, you know, that's
0: when, age twelve for you then yeah, as- <laughs> yeah.
1: but um i'd say like this season like they are for me if i had to pick the number one i would say it's them like the team is like just so well run and mm. you know um to be honest i wasn't always on the harland bandwagon either i think mm. um when we did our team of the season like um, i told you i'd put them in there but the play would be kane for no. yeah um and it's super controversial because they're in the, play in the same position but mm. um yeah i think like right now if i want to take a team to win uh, i'd take holland and that's that's a big like part of why i'm saying i think city will win the title next year and uh yeah i would be the first I'm mean, that i wasn't i wasn't for them last year but this year i think it, it's mm. this
0: it so then this makes me wonder so they've won what's it five of the last six six seasons yeah. um they just won the treble um, in Pep Guardiola's time, they've reached um, you know, the 100 points um, mark. And they've just broken every single record that they could possibly break. So is it a farmers' league? I, I, it's a question that I have to ask now. You say Manchester City are going to win the league. That's yeah. what, three four in a row for, now? For me, it's, it's the gap. It's the points difference. You know, like mm-hmm. you mentioned,
1: the 100 barrier. I think Liverpool are 99 that year.
0: 98.
2: Mm, Some winning, yeah. Somebody.
1: yeah no, no, and they lost. I exactly, mm. and that's, that's literally the the following statement. here. Yeah. Liverpool had ninety eight points, and, and they lost. And they lost. So to me, it's, it's it's not a Farmers League because the parity is like like from top to bottom. Yeah, mm. it's huge. But if you look at how much is separating the top four teams, you know what's the points difference or between your next closest competitor, mm. um, and and if you look at other leagues, you know like outside of Europe. You can definitely say those are farmers' leagues, but in in Germany, um, Bayern. Uh, I think Dortmund lost it on the last day. Yeah, yeah. The, last you know, day. On yeah. the last day. The last <laughs> day. And and in France, it's probably going to be PSGs. But that points gap isn't as big as what it used to be. And I think um, there was a a winner um, during like the last three seasons. didn't another team win in France. I think it was Lens. Uh,
2: was it? I think it was Lens or something.
1: Well, look, it wasn't PSG that won here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that again tells me that that league is slowly being overturned. Look at Syria. Mm. Juventus, what, eight years, nine years in a row? Didn't mm. win the 10th one. It went to Inter. It went to AC. Uh, probably Nap- uh, Napoli won it yeah. now. Mm. Uh, could it be Jose Mourinho's Roma next year? Probably not, but yeah. Well, look, yeah. This, what's, what's like, I don't know what, what the Syria is looking like, but you see what I'm saying. The mm. points gap. So you're saying
0: it's not a Farmers League? No, it can't be because
1: huh. there's someone. There's there's always a number one competitor. You don't know who it's gonna be. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when it goes down to like the so, final
0: like so, hurdle. Mark, if if I tell you Bayern Munich in the Bundesliga, they've won five of their last six league titles, and they've just won their third um, title in a row, and they're going for their fourth one. What's the what's the first thought that comes to it? Farmers League.
2: Farmers League for sure. So
0: Man City have done exactly that. I've just changed the team name yeah, to Bayern but- Munich, and it sounds normal, <sighs> but. That's actually Manchester City stats and you know that's mm. the record that they hold. Mm. I'm asking the question, is this Premier League the league we love so much? We hate to admit it, but is it a farmers mm. league?
2: If they do it again, maybe. But <laughs> but you uh, holding on no. to it. Yeah, I'm holding on to it. But I think I think just, just closing the gap with City, like the coaching from Guardiola, I think that's where it comes down to like the teams are improving. But Guardiola seems to, to find a, a different way to improve his, his team, the way he plays, how he's attacking. Mm. Like you, you see, he doesn't. sometimes he plays with no striker. Mm-hmm. He went and got a striker. Yeah. He changed the defense. John sometimes Stones went to… No with no defense. With no defense. John Stones yeah. became the midfielder. It mm-hmm. looks like he's, he's not even out of place. He. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's always changing the game. He's changing his team. And even the players he brings in, they they like sort of handpicked. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They they don't just go out and, and and get anybody. There's a lot of thought behind uh, what he does, mm-hmm. the players he brings in, the, the different qualities that that will bring to the team. You know. Mm-hmm. So I think, well, Arsenal now they look like they they're getting some depth in the team. They're gonna be be close to to City again, United hopefully, Liverpool for sure. So. Mm-hmm.
0: It's just too close. You keep saying hopefully at the end of Man United.
2: I'm getting because I'm I'm not I'm not so (laughs) convinced with United, (laughs) but um, I'm giving them a small shout out. Mm. Small. Um, Desh,
0: I know you're not on board with the Farmers League statements, but let me let me use this as my closing argument before we move on to the next topic. From the 20 teams in the league, only one team have the objective of chasing of winning the league. And that's Manchester City. The rest of the other teams just want to close the gap or get top four or you know qualify for Europe or avoid relegation like Chelsea. Only one team that's their target is to win the league. And I think if you look in other leagues, there's only one team going for the Bundesliga and that's Bayern Munich. If Dortmund get it, they've overachieved. And I feel like that's the case for the other teams now in, in the rest of the division. Yeah. Yeah. Um- Still not yeah, pain, enough. Painfully, I, think
1: <laughs> I, would, I would have to agree with you there because mm. that is literally his objective. And, and that's not the, it's probably like one, two, <laughs> like this is your yeah. your targets for the year, you know? Yeah. Um, but like, you know, here's, here's what I have to say. If you believe the result is everything, which like for me, it's not. The mm. result isn't everything because mm-hmm. you can lose and say you had a better team. Mm-hmm. You can lose and say whatever. But, you know, so if you're one of those people that, you know, say like the result is everything, mm-hmm. then yeah, definitely Farmers League, can't, mm-hmm. can't fault you there. But we know that Arsenal had them. You know, we know that Arsenal were leading for, I think they said they were what, 200 days or-
2: 200 two, days or something. But the fact
0: that Arsenal were leading until, what was it, April. People still knew Man City were gonna win the league. <laughs> and that's what's crazy. And that's, that's the I, point I'm, I'm trying to but make. What,
1: that does, how can you be a Farmers League if they were trailing for 200 days? That's not a farmer's league. They're second for majority of it. Mm. That's what I mean. Like the result isn't everything. This this is like my whole point. It can never be a a farmer's league if they were second for like till April and And then then May they won. Yeah, that's that's a that's like that's not a farmer's league. Mm. They might have won. And if you look at I think United was was finished second. United have had some really good results. You know, you Mm. look at um I think they had said if um if if Manchester City's um financial fair play uh, restrictions were imposed and they were stripped of their titles i think united and liverpool win all all five of their like it goes to, i think it's three for united and two for liverpool wow which is like incredible you know so yeah. um again that tells me that that's how like consistent the mm. top performers are and um and yes, it's not a because then would it be United's Farmers League? Then you know if they can make a statement because if you look at Ferguson's era, mm. like we're looking at five of the last six. But if you if you say 13, eight, eight, eight. Eight, 13 and fifteen years or whatever it is, you know, mm. uh, like that's would well, that then be construed a Farmers League? You know, because then you know city being stripped of their things, like mm. yeah. For me, Premier League the the amount of com- competition like there's always room for the top. We've seen it like this past season. Mm. We literally have seen it. That even Newcastle have made a spot in the Champions League they're on. You know, Leicester done it like not so long ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's this, and now and I, I think that there is a dark horse. You know, like right now, mm. I think all three of us, we might be wrong.
0: A
2: dark At the end of the season, for, yeah.
1: For the title? For maybe maybe second or third. Like right mm. now, we all like literally sat here and agree. Yeah, it would be. And we've named. Yeah. Our three play uh, three teams. Mm. We could all be wrong. We yeah. could Probably like horribly wrong. Like you mm-hmm. know, it could be, it could be anybody.
0: Well, like, then let, let's get to the analysis part of it then, uh, Mark, because you know the re- reality is that you know this is the Premier League, and you know as much as we like to say it's so predictable that Manchester City is going to win it every year, which they have done. To be fair, but in those seasons, there's always been that Newcastle, that um, that Aston Villa, that Brighton, um, that. Chelsea it has, hasn't always been good surprises. Like look at Chelsea mm. last season. There's always that one surprise package of the season. And if we had to look at it, you know, from now based on you know the past eighteen months or twenty four months, and you know looking ahead, anything standard as well. Anything that Mark has seen that the world hasn't yet.
2: No, I'd I'd like to see um, Newcastle, mm-hmm. Brighton, and Aston Villa. I'm I'm giving Emre Another chance. I think he's... He, can he they brought, aim for more this season? I think so. I think they do mm. because they 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 recruiting as well. Um, I believe Newcastle will recruit more players because they looked uh, the real deal towards mm. the end. Brighton for sure. If if they no, um they don't lose more of their their key players, mm. um I think they have a definite shout outside of the top five. Hopefully,
0: I, I'm not so sure if this would be deemed. Um, you know, as like shooting in the dark or, you know, shooting for the stars and saying this, but maybe your guys can agree. I think Chelsea have another miserable season where they'll be, you know, in and out of the top half. And I don't know if that's a bold statement. Based on last season, it can't be. But, you know, based on Chelsea's history, it should be. But that's my, you know, surprise or, you know, just shocker to the world is that I think Chelsea will be either just as bad, they can't be any worse, but I say they will be just as bad as
2: last season. Mm. It's, yeah. it's it's so like... The, the transition period is It's not easy they, they to put, come out They of. put
0: themselves there, I think. Yeah, And I, I think that you know Chelsea have taken serial winners. That They were the most ruthless team um, in the world, not even just in England. They, they were the most ruthless team in the world. If you're not cutting it at Chelsea you're out the door mm. and that went for players and yeah, managers get, and it, it didn't yeah. you know it, it didn't stop at a certain level it stemmed right through the top you'd either. had one season yeah you'd have one and
1: season to prove yourself. if you flopped, you, you mm. you're a flop you you'd benefit. now i
0: just feel like chelsea had too many flops last season and you know they they still you know holding a chelsea contract or their agents are still you know contracting are.
1: for me it's um the re- like the number one contributor of that success was Roman Abramovich. I mm. think. Everybody can, um, like, I'm sure all blues uh, across the world will agree with me because um, we've seen him, like, you know, like, mm. like and I think even Mourinho, in a, one of his interviews, he, he says, um, I think I read a book where he says, the man is going to fire him. He goes into the dressing room of the referee, like, after, after a match. He goes into the, the the changing rooms, the referee's changing rooms. Oh, and I he, can't believe it. And he says, you no, know, he literally says, I'm fired. Like he's gonna fire me. And in his book he says that's how Roman Abramovich was. Mm. You know, like this is Jose Mourinho was axed, you know, and yeah, of course Chelsea's special one. Chelsea the special one, you know, so um and and you know that that again just like you know, I even read Luka Modric's book and he said when he met Roman Abramovich, like how how um, mysterious the amount of security moves it. Like, you know that this is someone not to be trifled with, you know? Mm. And with him coming to watch every
0: single home fixture... You know that you either perform he, what you get out you, <laughs> so that So that's, you know, what I'm saying is that I think the Chelsea players now are too comfortable in their positions, um especially signing your HR deals and yeah. knowing that, you know, well, how I see it from looking on from the outside is that this new owner has the players best interests ahead of the coaches and the team i think he just wants the glorious flashy players and mm-hmm. you know just bring them in treat them well and i don't know if that's worked in other sports because i know he's, he's in, he owns multiple uh, franchises oh,
1: you see like players but that doesn't, 15 years that doesn't of age getting three contracts yeah.
0: three years before they like two Chelsea years signing players um where the start of their contracts in 2025 like they, <laughs> they don't know where the future like, holds for them because yeah. they signing place to start in 2025. That, I think they get worse yeah. um, or stay the same. You know, on Mark's point
1: about um, the, the the Brighton's and the Newcastle's, like you, you know, for me, I'm a big believer in Aston Villa. I think, mm. uh, I think that they're going to be the yeah. they're going to continue. Yeah, I think I think that they could potentially be out of Newcastle because um, no disrespect to E. R., but again, I'm looking at the man at the helm. You know, like I'm looking at Emory. Yeah. yeah. I'm mm-hmm. looking at Emory and I'm looking at Eddie Howe. You know, he's outperformed at Bournemouth. He's outperformed at Newcastle. You know, he's he's hit, he's definitely punching above his weight. You know, yeah. I'm sure he's gonna get um, you know, a top four one of the top four come calling for him sooner or later. You know, will it be Chelsea? Will it be Liverpool? Mm. Like we'll see. But right now with Emory, uh I'd love for them to sign a striker because they put all their eggs in
0: Ollie
2: Wan in Ollie
1: And all he hands down, like he's,
2: but, he's but delivered. But who, 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 which strikers are in the market now?
1: That's on Emery. And because Nicholas that, you know, Jackson they, could be
0: looking for a long move. They, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, you know, if you get
1: Dan Juma. I honestly thought Dan Juma was going to follow him. And then Dan Juma so operate for Spurs. On, yeah. He's, he on, just, he's actually on his way to Everton uh Austin Tantrum. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but that smile on your face. It, don't don't try hide it. I want I want
1: no, I want I want is I want Asin Willa yeah. I want Aston Willa to succeed. I think that they've done really well to develop players like Jacob Ramsey, Douglas Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've signed um you know how Torres Bundia. You know Bundia mm. was such a uh finesse, such yeah. a play with flair at Nottingham and mm. uh, Norwich sorry. And now he's and, a workhorse. And and now he he's like he's like up and down, you know. Mm-hmm. You look at Coutinho. When, when, when a club brings Philip Coutinho in, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, at where he was, that's a statement of intent. You know, Le- Leon Bailey as one. Leon Bailey was yeah, top. on top. The pace on him, yeah. you know, he's been linked to the move to United for like a decade, mm. and now he ends up at Aston Villa. So mm. you see, these these are the power moves that I feel like they are making, and even mm. the axing of Steven Gerrard. Mm. You know, that's again, it's like nobody's safe. Englishman, Liverpool yeah. legend, yeah. nobody's safe here. Yeah. You, you know, mm. you. have you done well and they kept him for maybe as long as as you know as they wanted to and then like they had was, to let go yeah but mm. you know there's there's um Luca Dean as well you know mm. that's that's again Emmy Martinez a goalkeeper Emmy Martinez World Cup, World Cup you winner. see winner, yeah. this is again what I'm talking about mm-hmm. there's there's something there um I actually I'm just left um Actually, that's like three players now that uh, that You're looking at Young, um, yeah. Deen, like. <laughs> yeah. But actually, maybe players are looking at Buller and choosing them as their project. You know, mm-hmm. possibly yeah, fans
2: with, as well. With, with we, no expectations, I think they go with, with, with no pressure. Yeah. So, so no the one's expecting be, them
0: to play in Europe yeah. next season. The, no one's expecting them to to you yeah. know, competes for the Champions mm. League places. So, me, so, the, so the, most, just...
1: the best player in that team, mm. sorry, I don't know okay, yeah. but again, it just alludes to my point. You look at play like John McGinn, like, mm. you know, any time you're given the ball, you know mm. he's looking up, you know he's mm. keeping it, he's retaining mm. the possession, he's, he's tracking back, like, you can just see him running mm. everywhere yeah. and then you got um the, the Tyrone Minks. you know, I think he was in England, uh, yeah. the under-21 captain or definitely player and potential like, yeah, starting, I, th- I think this
0: Cons is better, but I mean, yeah. again, it's
1: two top center backs.
2: Yeah,
0: my,
1: my, my point made you know, I think Aston Villa right now have the making of a very good season. Una Emery has had a preseason, yeah. I think. They and I mentioned it in my previous appearance here. Mm-hmm. I said that Aston Villa could be what a shout next season, and again, they're missing the chink in the arm as a forward line because if Holly Watkins gets injured. But
0: look, we, we say that, but you know that's certain players like to be managed like that, where they know that you know, rely on me. Don't. Yeah. That's probably bring, why don't, don't competition That's why so, Danning's left. Like yeah. With yeah,
1: West Ham, and I, I think won cer- a trophy, certain but.
0: players like that, and I think Unai Emery has probably identified that quickly because you know even you read like the latest transfer news and you know you try and keep up with what's happening you know in the English world. And Aston Villa are not being linked with any strikers, at least not what I've seen. Not currently. No. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I think need, that's part of player and man management is that, you know, you've got one of your top players. You've got your top goal scorer, yeah. He's your go-to man. You don't need to, you know, bring competition to keep him. That's, he's on his toes already. Just, you know, let him do his thing. If you, it's, need, if you, it's, need,
1: it's, you need competition. That's the nature of the Premier League. You know? I get it. Competition might
0: not bring the best out of Watkins.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you need three strikers to choose you know, <laughs> who you're going to bring off the bench. You know, you can't yeah. be playing 90, 90, 90. And besides, yeah. if he has a bad day against one defense, you need to change things up. You know, 60 minutes, bring someone off the bench. Um, you just You know, like, you need a, a tall, lanky forward. You need, like, uh, mm. you know, a short speedster. Like, there's, there's all these striker profiles. And I think him being a target man, mm. he's got that aerial ability. Because I've seen him out-muscle. Like a defender, like you was yeah, nothing, you he's, know, he's got a lot so of good qualities. He's got a lot of qualities, mm. and I didn't see that, you know, because maybe he was sharing the striking birth with Dannings and you know. Mm. So it doesn't mm. have to be a, a play once minutes, but you know, like a situation within Ketty and Jesus mm. that works for the club, that benefits the they club. Step out now, they
0: roles, yeah. And
1: that's what can can work at at um yeah, because Bola. um the fans are there, the owners are there. You, again, they've splurged money. Mm. Like they've, mm. they've literally thrown, thrown money at, at the club. They're huge cash injections because, uh, you know, when they lost Grealish, mm-hmm. the season before that, it was, I think Dean Smith and, you know, they were trying to just stay afloat mm. and then they went, and they, they did, the thing. you know, they, yeah. they invested, they, they kept Grealish and then they let him go. Yeah. They got, they got money, you know, they, and now the club has, the club has changed, like it's progressed, you know, they've, they've spent well because lots of um, clubs get like big, big um, paychecks, you yeah. know, for their players, and then you know, you look at uh, Southampton consistently losing their top mm-hmm. top yeah. talent. Mm-hmm. Look at them now. Where are they? Mm. They're relegated. A- excellent point. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm glad you mentioned players, and you've singled out Oli Watkins. Um, he's a striker, of course. We know uh, last year's play of the year over last season's, still this year. Uh, last season's play of the year was uh, of course Erling Haaland smashed all kinds of records showed that you know the premier league is his uh, daily bread and you know 36 goals in his debut season play of the year that's a topic that's um you know we'd like to to, to bring to studio mark Erling Haaland
2: again uh, I, I think so top 3 for sure because mm-hmm. he, he's not even in his, his prime years yet mm. and he's only getting better he's, he's energetic um, working with Pep is, is only going to make him better for sure yeah. so I think I think he, he continues to, to do what he's doing he will definitely score more goals he improves on last season you say? I think so wow I think so mm. I do think so it's,
0: you know when you set heights for yourself like that it's, it's, it's so hard because you know what We've seen from Erling Haaland last season. You know, we, we hadn't seen from another strike in previous years. Mm. Um of course they have been better strikers, but just at their goal sally was just phenomenal. Um I think it was three home games in a row he scored. Guys, yeah. A hat trick of hat tricks. Mm. That's that's sick. That's disgusting. That's crazy that, numbers. That should go in a lab somewhere.
2: Yeah.
0: Um Dash, player of the year. I'm I'm gonna stick my neck out here and say Bukayo Saka. I think um there will be some English bias towards him. And, you know, obviously being an Arsenal fan, I, there is that personal bias, but I do feel like Arsenal will improve um, from where they were last season. And I also feel like, you know, Arsenal will score more goals in last season. They've tightened up in the back with, um, you know, Timber and, you know, Rice as a shield. So I think it does give the likes of Odegaard more space. And mm. even though so Odegaard do. is um, probably Arsenal's best player, I think, Bukayo Saka is just the one that gets more of the glory because he's the one who's putting it in the back of the nets and you know, getting that final touch or that second-to-last touch to get the assist. So I'm gonna go with Bukayo Saka as both Young Player of the Year, uh, Player of the Year, uh, uh, Premier League winner, um, Players Player of Put the Just uh, just
2: lay it all on the Players Player of the
0: Year, uh, uh, Bellondo. Yeah. <laughs> Bukayo Saka,
1: Arsenal star boy. For, for for the sake of again competition, I'm not gonna say Ireland because yeah. I just. I, I don't like... I don't want him to make it his throne, you know? Yeah. I think he's already the face of EA Sports, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. again, that goes to show... I'll be happy if it's Are you going to push your
0: agenda again? I'm, your early gonna, agenda? Uh, I...
1: Let's <laughs> not make it a thing. Yet, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might be a thing, but I don't... I, I said that they win the league because of him. I'm mm-hmm. not saying he'd be the, the mm-hmm. league's best player. I think, yeah. for me... I'm gonna say Marcus Rashford. <laughs> no,
0: yeah, no way.
1: No. Yeah, no. Say, okay, okay no. for the
2: sake of, of your competition. Okay, but yeah.
1: for me, I think so what, you don't I even think, believe yourself. I think what he's shown, what he's shown, um, Does Marcus Rashford improved from last season. I think what he definitely, like, he's he's gotten better. Like he had a very, um, how is, like, what I I think he switched like down his gears towards the end mm. of the season, but I think that if he can do what he did it will, for, exactly for a season 38 games yes that's the player of the season mm. um and again like you know um the thing is that these things are a, a season long mm. you know there's a can you do it for 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 nine months you know mm. nine football months can you can you actually mm. be at your highest level do you have what it takes that for me under 10 hug could could have it could it could, it could like actually happen mm. um because I like, when I saw him score that goal at, uh, at uh, the Emirates, you know, he chopped Partey, got it out of his, his legs, and he smashed mm-hmm. it. I was like, nobody's going to do that with that much confidence. Yeah, Nobody. Like, I'll never try anything like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't see Kane, like, maybe you could shimmy, but he's mm-hmm. not going to hit it the way, he, like, mm-hmm. with the confidence, conviction, the power, the, the prowess. Like, mm-hmm. he made that strike his own and. You know, if you can see him do that week in, week out, you know, get a few play of the month awards, you know, mm-hmm. get like United you know, goal of the season, uh, um, goal of the month, you know, start like doing something for England S- suddenly that conference and put him on penalty yeah, duty uh, also. It, yeah, I think, I think if he, if, because he's hit his stride, we've seen mm. it for a long time. They were, as you said, what is a three week title challenge or something? Yeah. Well, it was because of him. And, you know, mm. I always said they are nowhere near that because. They, it's only one man it's coming from one man it's the same thing at uh, Aston Villa there's only one man mm. uh, in this instance it's only one and they don't have the team which is why I don't think they win the league but they can they can really like they've got, yeah they've got the player and you know he signed a new deal I'm very interested to see what happens you know there is uh, mm. Mason like calling it, as well. um,
0: uh, Pierre-Emerick Obama, Aubameyang syndrome so that's signed actually contract so there. that's um, what, what that <laughs> is is when a big high-profile player signs a massive contract and just goes to sleep just yeah, yeah. just goes to sleep calls yeah. it his so career and that's
1: it i i think um again i also part of me was didn't want to believe that he was just playing for the contract because mm. we all like mm. i i knew his contract was up you know and i was yeah. like could just be doing this for the contract and i'm giving him the benefit of the doubt i mm. want him to succeed i think the club wants him to su- to succeed i think yeah. You know, he's a—he a, was one of the first people to do all of this generous donations. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, well, he's one on, of know, the, the what, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, one of the most high-profile on the on that level. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for the community, for the Premier League, uh, the mental awareness celebration. Um, you know, I, I think he's—and then again, you look at his his ability. Mm-hmm. You know, like leave all that aside, just on, pure of the pitch. yeah, mm-hmm. on a, on the pitch. Like, come on now, you know, how I, I want to pass the ball to him because mm-hmm. he's gonna change the game. You know they've been crying out for a striker. Mm. Maybe they're playing with like false wingers. I don't know. But he is one man that can really make make them title challenges.
0: All this talk about the Premier Leagues just got me counting the days. Um what's it 12th of August, 13th of August? Thirteenth. of August. Mm. Bring it, on. it Come on, Premier League. <laughs> um, on Of course that is us uh you know that is all we have to discuss today. From um, you know us in studio at Hit the Target podcast. Um, so just to recap, we've got Premier League title challenges. Um, the three of us in studio have gone with Manchester City as the favourites. Of course, once again, we're not going to deny the fact that they are you know treble winners and Premier League winners for a reason. Um, and then of course Arsenal and Liverpool to give it a go. Um, play of the play of the year, I think. Um, you know, Mark has just gone the consistent route and just gone for Erling Haaland to claim back-to-back play of the years. I've gone for Bukayo Saka and Dash has gone for Marcus Rashford. So, you know, it's interesting views, interesting thoughts, um, interesting times ahead. Uh, but, of course, some of us won't be here to discuss that. Um, so today is actually my... <laughs> um final final appearance on on the hit the target podcast at least as a host so um you know i've i've moved moving on <laughs> this sounds <laughs> like a
2: breakup don't cry don't cry
0: uh, it sounds like a breakup but i am yeah. um moving on and um you know i'll still be in touch i hope the guys don't you know block me of whatsapp and you know delete my number but hopefully i will be back um possibly as a guest um you know, of course, what what I'm going to be doing is undisclosed at this moment. But, um, yeah, and and <laughs> I haven't failed my medical. That yeah. so, so you you know that. <laughs> um, ho- hopefully the transfer. Hopefully I'm not a flop. Um, but yeah, so I can say that you know, in start in one of the founders of the podcast. You know, it has been a pleasure for the past what two and a half years, um, to see where it's growing and to see where it continues to grow. Um, I think. I can, you know, pass the baton on in, in, in superb hands. So I, I'm delighted for that to, to also, you know, leave the studio and you know, to look back and to see, like, damn, you know? Um, but, but yeah, um, whenever you are Arsenal, just think of me and
2: I'll <laughs> still be uh, in spirit. Phil, Jesse. Yeah. I, um, I just like to say, like, uh, hope I hope everything lie. works out on, on, on your, on your new journey and you pass your medical and and everything works out according to plan so so
0: so one of the the rules that needs to stick in studio in fact i'm gonna you know print a sign on the door (laughs) as as you leave or as you enter rather as to whoever's hosting this podcast the final sign off yeah needs to
2: be i agree come on
0: arsenal come Come on arsenal (laughs) come on arsenal gentlemen let's end it there um, that's it from uh, myself, Jesse Nagel, your host for the final time at Hit The Target Podcast, um, as well as Desh Patab and Mark Trythem, Gentlemen, let's have a successful season. Until next time. Cheers. cheers.
2: Hit The Target Podcast.